All right, hey guys. So today we're gonna start off the show with a little different energy today because we can't start the show and have fun and talk about a lot of the stuff that we usually talk about when there's so much going on. So as you guys know, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter Gianna passed away in a helicopter crash this week, this weekend in LA. And lately, I just feel like this has been like a lot of death and a lot of stuff going on because also not only did Kobe pass away, but two close family friends of mine have also passed away in an accident in a car crash in Queens so not only did we lose Kobe who's a celebrity but I also lost Devonte and Seven who are close family friends of mine the people that I grew up seeing in my neighborhood and I just wanted to start off the show by paying them respect and having a moment of silence for them but also just to say for everybody that's out there that's listening that life is too short and let's appreciate people while they're here Let's give people their flowers while they're here. Let's just show each other love because life is really short. And I also want to say, chase your dreams and follow your passion. Like, follow your passion because this this world that we live in is not like, like life is not guaranteed to us. Another day is not guaranteed to us. So I just want to shout out Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, everybody else who lost their life in that horrible helicopter crash. And I also want to shout out Devontae and Seven. And let's just give them a moment of silence before we get into our show. All right, all right, guys. It is another episode of Zay TV Presents the Ratchet Hour. I'm your boy, Alizé Rachamel, and I have my baby, Taylor, in the building. It's the girl, Taylor, a.k.a. Cheeks, if you don't know. Wagwan, you know. if you don't know. <laughs> now you know you better ask somebody. This time okay. we shut down everything in the bubble club. <laughs> For real. Booyaka, booyaka. Yo, you so annoying. <laughs> And we are back in the building with another episode of The Ratchet Hour. If you guys don't know, we are on Spotify, we are on Apple Music, we are on SoundCloud, we are on Instagram. We're going to give you our Instagrams at the end of the show. And we're going to get into some things. For those of you who don't know us, we start off the show by doing a little um, weekend review. And you want to go first this weekend? Because you haven't like a little eventful weekend. I guess. Um, I guess I'll go first. So my weekend started out um, a Friday. I went up to Pocono to my best friend and my goddaughter. Um, just being around family and people, you know, who love and appreciate you, care about you, don't bring you that drama. So we were just out there living in the North Pole. We saw some deer and stuff. My niece was about to win me, but she was with me now. Um, and just super chill, super cool. I mean, my boyfriend went up there. They got high and they were hot boxing and I was there being lonely so because I am not a 420 girl. So I was just getting secondhand high and drinking. And my best friend's birthday is in a couple of days, so by the time this comes out, it will be her birthday. Shout out to Samantha. Happy birthday. I love you so much. I wish you, wish you many more. Have health, wealth, happiness, and good deed. Okay, so my weekend was like, I went out this weekend, and then I lost my work ID, and I lost my um swipe card. So, like, I was losing everything this weekend, but I had fun. Like, I went out with my brother or whatever. Then, and my friend Vanna, we went out to the club. We got drinks. We got lit. I had mad Were you fun. in the lesbian club this time? Or no, you no, no. Like, I didn't go to no, no, no. Just a regular club. The lesbian, no lesbian clubs no more. That is only for New Year's when I want to get drunk. But I had a good time. I went to the club. We had fun. We got drinks. And then, it was just like horrible weather this weekend. It was really cold and rainy. But I feel like somebody did voodoo on me this weekend. I'm going to tell you why I feel like somebody did voodoo on me this weekend. Because... Basically, my phone cracked. My phone never, ever cracked since I had it. My phone is cracked, and I lost my swipe card and my ID, so now my paycheck is going to be a little late, like a week late. And I just feel like somebody did voodoo on me because you're messing with my money and my phone, and those are the two things that I love. It happened because your ass say you can't wait for your MLK pay. That's why that shit happened. Yeah, my Martin Luther King check. (laughs) They don't want me to get my Martin Luther King check. That's why this shit happened, because they said you were talking about the MLK pay. Somebody did voodoo on me, so for all my people out there, all my Haitians, Sapase, counteract this voodoo with some good voodoo because they really did the voodoo on me. My phone is cracked. I could, I can't even put my phone to my face. I might get a buck fifty. Like all you need to do ridiculous. is get some Florida water and call it a day. I, I don't Florida want that water. salon stuff. But we going, 
we're going to talk about a lot of things happening this weekend. So one of the big things that happened this weekend was the Rock Nation brunch, which is just like a brunch hosted by Jay-Z, and it's like about black excellence and stuff like well, that. you the only one in your bed watching this all your time, like maps. Doing your hair together saying next year we're gonna be at this brunch. Yeah, we're gonna be at this brunch. I'm gonna be at the brunch. We're gonna be at the brunch next year. Serving fit. My outfit is ready. I'm wearing red like the devil. I'm gonna look nice. <laughs> and at I the, wanna do a little blush. And at the Rock Nation brunch, it was a lot of celebrities. Like it was Jay-Z, of course, Diddy, Meek, um, Megan, um, Sweetie and Quavo. Lauren London, Moneybag Yo, DJ Khaled, but for some reason, I don't know why Ari was at the Rock Nation brunch. Like, who are you, ma'am? She, her nigga is there. No, you, that means that she anybody. She was the best one. No, I don't like that. I, now, I feel like if you go to the Rock Nation brunch, you need to have talent or career ahead her of you. Her talent is clapping that ass. No. On, on the Instagram. No, that's just, now I feel like anybody could go to the brunch. Like, this brunch represents, like, black excellence. Not just ghetto, stripper booty, Instagram hoes that do hostings could go to the Rock Nation well, brunch. Well, Meek Mill's day mother was there, and she don't got no talent. I don't like her either. We're going to get into Meek Mill's and the dumpster. That's her name, the dumpster, because he. He said he dumped in that, okay? But we're gonna get into them a little but later. Did you see Ari Lennox looking so fucking ready in her sh- I love her. You know people don't like her. I l- I live for her lives. I live for her. I just I live for her. Her voice a little annoying, but and I her fuck go with it. Beans. I fuck with her gobanzo beans. <laughs> That's mad ghetto to say you just eat gobanzo <laughs> beans. Like, what <laughs> time is she it. on? I love it. But yes, the Rock Nation brunch was this week. Also, this week was the 2020 Grammys. I think it's like the 53rd or 54th one, I believe. Yeah. Somewhere in the 50s is the Grammys or whatever. And we have like a, everybody that was in music was there. Some of the big winners of the night was Nipsey Hussle. He won um best rap performance. Title the Creator won best rap album. Um, best rap song. Best sung rap song went to Nipsey, DJ Khaled, and John Legend. J. Cole finally won a Grammy for best rap song with his song with 21 Savage. Lizzo won two awards, one for best R&B album and best traditional R&B performance with Tyrone. Little Nas X won two awards, I believe it was the Country Awards or whatever. And then Beyonce won an award for her Lemonade for best film. Yes. I mean, not Lemonade, what was it called? Homecoming. And then Billie Eilish won Record of the Year. And also, shout outs to Coffee, because Coffee won Best Reggae Album. Oh, for Toast. For, for to- no, for Rap, for rap Show, for her whole album. And B- But they didn't show that on TV, though. Exactly. I caught it on the internet. They don't show that on TV. But she won, and she beat out a Marley. So shout out to her, because she's the first female to ever do it, and she's only 19 years old. But back to this thing, Billie Eilish won five awards. This is what I want to say. I feel like um some of the, the Grammys... I don't really watch the Grammys no more. And I feel like they like the black artists, like the weird artists. Like Tyler Tyler the Creator Creator should not have won over Meek and Nipsey. But Meek album was fire. Don't forget. It was. But let's give Tyler his props because he said he hates. He's like, I think I need to change this um, title for Urban Rap Album. He said, because this is just the proper way to send N word. And them white people were clutching their pearls and gasping. And didn't he just say Urban means nigger? No, I'm (laughs) over him. I'm over him. He's weird. He reminds me, me of a hood ass Frank Ocean. No, he don't. He not hood. He's, he not hood. Meek is hood. Nipsey is hood. Tyler's not. That's white rap. And that's why he won. They like white rap. But I feel like he, he is white rap, but then he also uh, solidifies blackness. Because like, he's like, okay, you know, the white kids from Williamsburg listen to my shit. But I'm going to let y'all know I'm still in it. No, let me get back to this Billie Eilish hoe. So, <laughs> I, I, she won she's five awards. Girl. She won five. She's 17. She's a hoe. She could be called a hoe. She won five Grammy Awards, right? So I said, all right, she won five Grammys. Let me go listen to her music. Maybe it's popping. So I'm listening to her music. This is at nighttime before I took my night call. I'm listening to her music. All I see was my shadow just start Harlem shaking. Then something (laughs) fell in my room. So I said, nah, I'm not listening to her music. Sound like somebody sneaking up on you to stab you. Like, no, she's not even singing. It's the beat like, like, that's weird. Like, that's like a spy movie. Like, that's what I feel like you want. White people, white, white people like listening to and I'm not here for that like the music was just trash and I'm like that's like the music that they like like they like the weird stuff like that Tyler the Creator Solange like those be the we like people. no cause we stand for Solange too the first album not the second one the second one was trash Jesus could be the fence. Jesus could be the bench. Jesus could be the chair the <laughs> shit is trash that's why your phone is broken yeah that's why cause they doing voodoo on me but anyway we're going to get into some of our segments that we usually do, okay? And one of the segments that we're doing today is called Beef in the Streets, okay? Not Beef in the Streets, not Beef in the Sheets. Beef in the Streets. I don't know. 
who is these white people standing behind us? But right. we're going to keep the show going. So basically, one of the first beefs that we're going to talk about that happened was Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth Petty, versus the Meek rape, Mill. The rapist. So we're going to get into a lot of stuff. So basically, this all started when Nicki and her boyfriend were shopping in um, some store called Mayfield or whatever, and Meek Mill walked in. Who you think so, was him, him, him and Nick. No, I feel like he got money. Like I feel From like he got where? a little money. From where? From oh, where? He's he's a hood nigga. Hood niggas have money. Not her money. Hood niggas have money. But not her money. I have money. But we. And I don't have. I, I could go and shop at Mayfield. I got a little coiny on me, something like that. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> Meek walked in the store after them, and he went to approach Nikki. So some people are saying that he went to approach her to talk to her. And squash beef, and some people would say he went to talk to her because he missed her. Cause he has put out statements in the past like, "Why you messing with this nigga with boot cut jeans? I know you still want me." Gosh, so basically, out. once Meek went to approach her, all hell broke loose. Everybody started flipping tables, screaming. You hear Nikki saying, "Don't get body, bitch." That's like, what I like. Yo, I, I, I like it. that. I like that. I, I ain't gonna lie, I like that Nikki, cause she didn't think nobody was recording, <laughs> so she wanted to show them she was like she from really from Queens. Like yeah, I would really boom at you. Like I really like that Nikki I was feeling that vibe and I just feel like if we gonna judge this beef I feel like Meek was dead wrong like you don't walk up to somebody when they your ex especially your ex you don't walk up to your ex when they with their nigga and you think you about to have a call. That's disrespectful. After you been in the media already popping mad shit. That's what made it negative. Because you pop shit in the media. You can't be like, yo, so you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to say something. No. And like I said, how you, like, like we said earlier, my man is a hood nigga. He's been in jail. More than one. And Meek always doing stuff like that when he went, because Meek was with 10 niggas. Yeah. He only act tough when he with a group of people, like when he jumped safari. Like you yeah. only do stuff like that. Please. Mm. And I'm not even Team Kenneth. I'm Team Nikki. When it comes to this, I'm Team Nikki. They are like, one now. That's why you go so hard. But no, I, I, she married a rapist. Let's no, clear. I feel like I don't really care about this nigga. I care about Onika Taya Mariah. So if anybody like, I didn't even like Meek, but when he was with Nikki, he was a part of the coup. Now he not with Nikki. He not a part of the coup no more. I'm, this is because he's a bar and he stands so hard for Nick. But at the end of the day, I am Nick the governor of the bar. <laughs> I am the senator of the bars, the treasurer. <laughs> I can't, sir, Bob. Nah, for real, but he, they was that. That's wrong. How would you feel if your ex came up to you and your nigga? I mean, he has to have come up to me before, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna leave it to my nigga to check him. It depends how he coming. No, we do group checks. We do group checks. Everybody, we check him together. I, I'm not gonna check him because at the end of the day, it's two men and they handling business. No, but he didn't walk up to the man. He walked up to me. Now he walked up to me and he was talking to me real wonky. My dude gonna take care of him. Like, so you is you stupid or is you dumb? Like, but he told Meek, let's talk one on one. Meek, I can scare. Meek only do. St- I hate niggas like that. You only yeah, wanna show up with your boys. Don't pop over you with your boys. Pop over. You got. If you want, you don't give up smoke. Give it up. Give it up one hundred and fifty percent. Don't give it up because your peoples is here. He had a gang of niggas for Safari. Now, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, you know Safari is softer no, than Scott's tissue. A one was gonna whoop Safari ass. Safari don't like. I don't think that he's soft. I think he's just not a conversational guy. Like he don't like smoke. Just like whatever you gotta do. Safari do. just want a dirty wine and live in peace. That's exactly. all Safari wanna do. <laughs> you can see Safari just you step up in the club. You can see it. Like Safari just he not about that life. But if yeah. I get if we're gonna give a winner, like a winner in this beef, because I don't really they, care. I feel like Nikki got this. Like, yeah, Nikki got this. I, I, they stuck I don't together stand. as I'm a not group. A bar, but yeah, Nikki. They stuck together as a group. And then Meek, you look dumb. Why you wanna approach Nikki and then two late two hours later you at the brunch with your dumpster? Cop it a plea. No, he with his dumpster, he, he with his with girlfriend. girlfriend. And then you copied because uh, Nikki Mann was there and they were there too. You said the cop of the plea because, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, The guy she just took pictures with. Was there, he was about to flip his ass too. And he yeah. didn't cop and please. No, but my thing is you can tell Meek not really into this girl because why are you still trying to converse with Nikki if you happy with your dumpster, you dumped in her? She should have slit his damn throat. First yeah. of all, you talking to your ass, are you dumb while he knocked up with your kid? Are you stupid? We're not doing that. That's are you cool dumb? Thing. Are you trying to embarrass me? I will embarrass you. He already wasn't even jacking her she pregnancy. Cut up that damn suit. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to the next beef. This is a good one. So this is Oprah versus Russell Simmons. This is a mess. So let me break it down to you. So this all started when Oprah said that she was coming out with an R. Kelly-style documentary about Russell Simmons. So he was, she was saying that two ladies came out and said that Russell Simmons sexually assaulted them, right? Yeah. So this, what had happened was... Oprah was like, she was putting this documentary out. A lot of black people wasn't having it. They saying Oprah, she's not looking out for the black community. Mind you, she's friends with Harvey Weinstein, the first nigga that and was started raping and people. And ain't say shit. 
because she signed the NDA mm -hmm. and he he um he pays for a lot of her shows in her network. He pays for a magazine too. So basically, how would last week Oprah said she's not doing the um movie no more because it's only two girls and she feel like that is not enough evidence to go against Russell Simmons. So basically. People are coming at her because you're being a hypocrite because you did the same thing to Michael Jackson. You put out that Michael Jackson documentary with only two people and clearly they was lying on Michael Jackson. OD. And people are just saying Oprah is not for black people. And I agree with that. I don't feel like Oprah, like I, I never liked Oprah. Like I, let me tell you what the funny shit Oprah did that made me stop fucking with her. Monique was raped by her brother. Yes. By her, um, um, yes, her cousin yes. or her brother or uncle. Her cousin. And they lived with her. And instead of her, her Monique was like this back when Monique was fat. Instead of her talking to Monique about it, bringing Monique on the show, she brought the rapist, the family, everybody else but Monique. That's when I stopped fucking with And she told her, don't bring them up here, and then you told me to come up here, and oh, because Monique didn't show up to that. I remember that guy was an Oprah yes. show. Yes, I feel like Oprah exploits black people. Like She can be, she can be very exploitative and to a certain extent, and I, feel, and I agree with the public, like, don't be trying to do my Uncle Russ like this. Like, I he, he ain't do nothing to nobody. Oprah be tap dancing for the white people and trying to violate black people all the time, and... Now it's catching up to her old ass. Like, I'm really sick of her. Like, cause Auntie Loki, Auntie Gail's up five and, uh, and Auntie Oprah down like three. Cause you, people stay for Gail more than they stay for Oprah these days. And they love her lesbian lover more than they love her. Oprah is gay. I don't care. I cannot see no nigga fucking Oprah. Like, I cannot see nobody busting Oprah cheeks. Like, Oprah's Stedman gay. Stedman said he getting in that ass. Stedman, Stedman is gay too. It's a cover up. Oprah is gay. Whoopi is gay. Whoopi, well, Whoopi said she do it. Yeah, because Whoopi is ugly. Ugly. I be watching. Whoopi is ugly. I was well, watching Whoopi Sister Act. She be checking them hoes on the, on the view. She do. She be getting at that ass. Whoopi look like a raisin with dreads. Whoopi is oh ugly as fuck. <laughs> but um, Russell Simmons' daughter came out, and she was just basically like, she's sick of Oprah and these rumors that's coming out. And... If you're gonna give a win in this beef, I don't know. I don't feel like it's really a winner. It's no winner, cause right now she's literally defaming Uncle Russell's name and got him out here and having to defend himself. Even Kamora had to come up to uh, come up to a forefront, like, yo, that's my ex. I'm she fucking with they baby fat money. Fuck, she fucking with the fat fat money, baby fat money, um, just fat money, the whole damn empire money, global grind. She the um card, the um rush card, the rush. She fucking with the bitcoins. She fucking yeah. with longevity. She's she Her bugging. kids are in Harvard. Are you dumb? Can you not yeah. say daddy's a rapist? Oprah really needs to get her shit together before we go oh, to that damn. school in Africa and fuck her up. Yes, but we're going to move on from Oprah and Russell Simmons. <laughs> and we're going to go to 50 Cent versus Stars. All right, so I don't know what Stars did to 50 Cent, but he is upset. And him and Empire, too, him and Taraji. No, that's next. That's next. So 50 Cent, he leaked. Basically, he leaked the episode, The Ending of Power, and he leaked Who Killed Ghosts. And he basically um signed a deal with ABC. His new show, Life, is going to come on ABC. Yeah, like two weeks. Yeah, and he's, he's trying to get Power Book 2 to not be on Stars now. So basically, 50 Cent is really upset with Stars, the network. He's not upset with Courtney, the um, Courtney Kim. Yeah, but he's upset with um with um Stars, and he's leaking all the stuff about the show. Well, then Courtney Kim got at that ass cute too. She was like, okay. She changed the ending. She's like, yeah, we have plenty of endings, so you know they get leaks all the. But like, everyone has to realize how many seasons of Power has been on six, right? Yeah. Every season, something gets leaked. No. It's always and it's always through him. But I think he's doing it to prove a point of how genius and shit is. Like, even somebody leak our stuff, it's still gonna be good. But in the same defense, remember, Stars is getting dropped from a lot of cable companies. And they're dropping him, and he's the more, he's the headliner of Stars right now. He's the headlining show. So they fucking with his money. So he's probably like, if you fuck with my money, your money going to be even more funny while you're still in here. Because Comcast, Time Warner, Warner Brothers, they're all dropping Stars from their stations because streaming is not what they 50 is being too petty right now. He needs to let it go. 50 needs to grow up. 50, you are like 50. Could you please grow up? Yeah, I just feel like the winner the in this beef. And like, the winner in this beef, to me, I kind of feel like is at the end of the day, stars is still winning because at the end of the day, people, even though you leaked it, people still, still gonna watch, watch it, it because they already invested in this show six seasons in. Word. And niggas want to know who killed Ghost. Tommy's my real white daddy. Mm -hmm. I love Tommy. I love me a gangster who just ain't scared to shoot. <laughs> nah, they. Tommy got the ending that he deserved. I feel like he the only and one. And I know, and I should have been in the passenger seat. Like, let's go, boo. No, I was so mad once Holly died. That's when I really got mad. That was. My, I like Holly. She's doing too fucking much. I need a real. If I'm gonna give me a white man, I need a real white man that's gangster like Tommy. I love. I her. like Holly. I didn't like Lala. She was Lakeisha La was blowing mine. Lakeisha was blowing mine. She, I have. She got blown away because she. No, I, I don't up. like Tasha boy headed ass in that same brown wig she been wearing since season one. Episode they doing one. Tasha dirty. Speaking, 
Saba, let's talk about Tasha's wigs. They doing her dirty because that's why she don't got no edges. Not now. wigs. Uh, wig. It's <laughs> one wig she been wearing for three seasons. They, you can see they glue that shit down to her brain cells. And I feel like that's why she don't got no edges. And, and 50 Cent was wrong for talking about her edges. And people always think that it's two wigs that Tasha wearing. It's one wig. She just shifted, give it a side part, or she shifted back, give it a middle part. <laughs> Tasha only have one wig on power. It's not shift multiple. Shift. It's a little shake and go. That's all she got. They did her dirty. Whoever's doing Tasha's hair power, y'all should have made sure she had edges underneath that wig because 50 Shet should have never been able to do that to her. And then they leaked the episode. All right, so I'm going to tell y'all, the last episode, Tasha got to take her wig off because she go to jail or whatever. Yes. And she is fucking nappy and bald. Dumb edges is behind her ears. Tasha looked like, um, who she looked like under that wig? Bernie Mac. <sighs> Tasha looked like um Michael Blackson. That's what she looked like the father her. from Good Times. She she looked like, um, um, What's the um, midget name? Oh my God, what's the midget name? You can't say midget, it's problematic. Little person. What's the little person name? Um, Gary Coleman. That's what Tasha looked like under her wig. She looked like Gary Coleman. Bitch. She do. <laughs> but we're gonna move on from that. So in our next segment, we have 50 Cent versus Taraji P. Henson, Power versus Empire. This is a mess. So for those of y'all who don't know, Power and Empire been beefing been for like ever. ever. But my thing is, all right, so let me just break it down to y'all before I get my opinion. So this all started, Taraji did her interview, and she said that 50 played a big part in the downfall of Empire. So 50 then released a half-ass apology with a picture of Taraji and Jesse Smollett trying to be shady. And he was just basically saying he loved her work. He likes Taraji. He has no problem with her, even though over the years he dragged her. He was just saying that he would still like to work with Taraji, with her on one of his projects. And then 50 said that Empire destroyed itself and he can't wait to work with Taraji or watch her watch him make money. Then he followed up with her with with a picture of her as ghosts getting shot. Did you see that one? Yes. I feel like... He is petty. Somebody needs to take his phone. I feel like he just like... I feel like Empire and um, Power are two very different shows. I feel like the downfall of Empire was really the Jamal character and what he did in real life. I feel like 50 Cent is just bothering Taraji because he know like the black community really fucks with her. Like black Heavy. people really love Taraji. Like no matter what she she's in, our he support. Auntie. She's her and Tracy Evans Ross are like our favorite aunties. I feel like people support Taraji. Like she's in an elite group of black people that we're going to support Taraji no matter mm-hmm. what. I just feel like 50 is being a hater and he didn't like that Empire beat them two years. Two years while the shows was on at the same time, Empire beat them. And I feel like he didn't like that. But my thing, you're not even on a regular channel like Empire. You're on a premium channel. You cannot compete. Yeah. And it shouldn't be no competition because y'all the only two black shows. Y'all should lift each other black, up. With an all black cast. And that's what Taraji was saying. Taraji was basically saying she felt like, why is he attacking the only other black show? Why are you not attacking the white shows? And they're two completely different shows. Like, their premises are two completely they're, they're not comparable. I And also, I feel about this, like I said, if somebody needs to take 50 Cent's phone, and, and it looks bad. You look bitter. Instead of uplifting and stuff like that. And then you come with this half-ass apology. It makes it even worse. Because it makes you seem like a sourpuss. Like, bro, just give them, the, them their problems with their originality to be on a regular um, basic cable, basic TV show platform. And you're on a, like, as I said, you are on a cable a cable platform. Like, you can't compare the two. It's like compare apples and oranges. You can't do it. I feel like he just don't want other people to win. 50 want to be the only person he's with money. Of, yeah, he's the person that, like, everybody can't eat on his platform. Yeah, he needs to let it go. Like, I feel like if I'm winning already, I feel like I don't care if somebody else winning. I feel like it's more money for everybody. And 50 Cent is just being petty and trying to, like, bring other people down. And Taraji, she stayed above it for years. She never really talked about yeah. it over the years. But now Empire's almost over, and she's speaking on it. Taraji never needed Empire. She was on Persons of Interest before that, and that's a yeah. good-ass show. She did Baby Boy. She was doing movies. Taraji was winning awards. She was winning Golden Globes and stuff. She's about to go back into major motion pictures. She's not worried about TV no more. Yeah. She did that. She don't worry about him. And she always got a bag. She always got a check. Yeah. That's one actress that... It's always, always working. Like you see her face and you're never tired of seeing her face. And like you said, 50 Cent, he, just, he seems like a big-ass hater, an OD hater. A hoe. Yeah. 50 Cent is a hoe, okay? Yeah. A male hoe. Yeah. All right, yeah. so if we're going to give a win in this beef, who you got? Who you giving Auntie it to? Taraji, because she yeah. kept it classy and kept it cute. I'm going to give it to Taraji, too, because she's just unbothered and she's going to make her money anyway. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to... One of my favorite segments, and one of Taylor's too. We both love this segment. This is called You Won't Believe This. And this is where we just talk about rapid fire news going on in hip hop and things like that. And our first topic we have, Wendy Williams is officially divorced from Kelvin Hunter. I had to clap. She let her Brownsvillian go. 
to but for her. allegedly, this is the bad part. Allegedly, he walked away with a big ass settlement. Yeah, everything down the middle. And sources are saying that Wendy is happy and she moved on. She's dating a doctor now and they about to go public. But they saying that he got a lot of her money. He got the house in Jersey. He got mm-hmm. the condo in LA. Um, he got half. He gets half of her production. They which, said the settlement is in a million. It is because he got half of the production coming, which he plans to sell back to her. That means she's gonna have to buy it off of him. He got. I'm about to hump Wendy Williams too. Yeah, she has a big bag. People underestimate her. They say, oh, she built like the letter P. She's a man. Da da da. She may be all these things, but her bag. No, it's not the letter P joke. It, them ankles is thick as fuck. They look like slingers. Wendy Williams don't got the. You know how your ankle gets skinny? It's just straight. It's called cankles. Yeah, she looks a fucking your mess. Your ankle the same size. Wearing sneakers with dresses. Because she got to. You know acting she like got, she from the Bronx. You know she got bad feet. No. She got to. Fuck her feet. She out here looking like she from the Bronx in that chair. Wendy is all of 1,800 feet. Like, she's mad tall <laughs> with big ass ankles. Like, if she kick you, your heart is just going to stop. Like, like she's just big. Like, that's the real big tinker. She big tinker. Fight me. Don't fight my sister. Fight me. That's Wendy. She's so big. But yeah, Kevin did. He skated off for half her, literally with everything he had. You know how Medea took the chainsaw, so which half you want this half or this half? Kevin got it all. Yeah. But I feel like she's not mad. Because one, I feel like if I was her, I wouldn't be mad either because it's somebody you built this empire with because they've been together for so long. So even though you were such a fucking shithead, you deserve half, and I'm saying that with air quotes. So And she knows she's going to make that bag back because without her, everything around him is going to perish. She did the, literally the... um. The color purple fingers. Everything you think about is gonna perish when you're not with me. No, but she, she gonna put the hank on that. She ass. gonna um he gonna use this money to take care of that baby that he had on. That Wendy. baby and that baby like a damn. That baby ugly. It's ugly shit. I hate how people be like, you can't say a baby ugly. Oh no, that I fucking can't. Baby that is baby is like a fucking roach. That baby is ugly. That baby like it got three eyes. The Martian Manhunter. That's what that it fucking do. baby look like. It is like somebody sat on it. But we're gonna move on from Wendy and her um horrible ass marriage. So former love and hip hop star Molly Maul, if you guys don't know, he dated Miss Nikki Baby on the season one and two of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. He's accused of being raped. I mean, he's accused of raping women, beating women, assaulting women, as well as sex trafficking girls in Las Vegas. He got some fucking nerve. He's built like a penis. So he has on His head looked like a, the head of a dick. But two girls came out with two similar stories. They don't know each other. They never spoke to each other. And one girl said that um she was pregnant and Molly Moore got his crew to jump her and, and stomp on her stomach. Her. I can believe it because even when um Miss Nikki Baby was on the show, she was saying how Molly Moore could be aggressive. Like, you know, she did the talk. Whenever he, he put out the sex tape of her, she and looked so, like she was high on the sex tape. Because she said he gave her drugs and everything. Like, and first of all, that nigga can't even fuck. Like, them strokes look crazy. They look <laughs> he looked fat like a refrigerator, fucking a blow up doll, and I just didn't. Like and his head is built. His head looks like a penis. It looks like the head of a penis. And you have the nerve to be raping people. I feel like at this level, when you are a celebrity, why are you raping people? You can buy vagina. Sex work is work. Just why pay- even a celebrity? Why the fuck you raping people? As I said, you can. When you have money, you can pay pay for it and get your services when you need be. Sex work is work. Pay for somebody, a professional, to do what you need. Why would you rape somebody? If you need to act out a rape, a rape fantasy, if that is your shit, no kink shame in here. Do what you do. But get a consenting adult to do it. <laughs> that's really weird, that's though. That's up face down. No, like, that's really so weird, though. Like, like, why would you? Why? 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 Like, it doesn't... And he just... Ugh, I'm over That's disgusting. More. And I knew he wasn't a producer because he only did them little, a couple of songs, one song with Justin Bieber and, uh, and then no songs years ahead of with, that. Wait, uh, one with Drake. Yeah, one with Drake, but they were so years apart. I knew he wasn't only getting money from producing. I knew he was running hoes because that's what they do. That's what they do running out there in them towns. Doing, doing the sugar booger. That's all they do. Yeah, snorting coke, a.k.a. sugar booger. <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what they do. That's what they do. They do the sugar booger. The sugar, don't remember me do the Jocelyn acid because I got something for each and every last one of you hoes, okay? <laughs> She's like, hey, May. Hey, May. I see you got on your man shirt like you always do. <laughs> yo, I love Jocelyn, yo. I really could watch her old things her all Zeus day. Her Zeus Kyber is so freaking good. Call it, move. Move, call it. Boop with the flowers. <laughs> I love Jocelyn. Call it her hard Tommy. Call it her Kyber. Have your ass locked up, hoe. I'm dead. I'm expensive. She's like, I did not call the police on you, but I will call them now. now. <laughs> yo. I love Josh. Let me stop fucking around. Let's get into our next topic. Tanache says that the day that she found out her ex, Ben Simmons, was cheating with Kendall Jenner was the worst day of her life. I could imagine. I would cry, too. He fuck up. I feel like, you know what? 
if my ex if if I was in a relationship and I got cheated on, I don't. I'm I don't, a Kardashian, after, or a Jenner. I would be tight. Yeah, I would be tight because it's a Jenner. But in regular life, I wouldn't be tight. But the Jenners bring a lot of media attention. But I feel like people just hate Tanache. I feel like people don't like Tanache. And I don't know why. I don't know. I don't understand because she's such a good artist. She's such a good singer. She's an amazing dancer. Like I don't get it. Siri played two on. I like Two On and I like a couple of her songs. I, like I feel like the new tapes. album, the mixtape, she was popping. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she lost it when she got famous and started making pop music. But now that she's um, she's signed with Jay-Z and Rock Nation, that album that she just put it's out was good. really good. That's old Tinashe. And she's getting back to her mixtape self. But I feel like I could see where she says that this could be the worst day of her life because people was just dragging her like as if she was the mistress. But Kendall Jenner was the mistress the whole time. The whole family is full of mistresses. Yeah, but I just feel bad for Tinashe and I feel like People just are breaking her down. Like now they, OD. like people just want to drag her, and the girl just want to make music and do her thing. And be cute, just let her be cute. Can the Jenners get finally get a man of their own? Like, could y'all stop just being? Cute? They just want to violate black girls. I feel like they just want to steal all the um black people from the um the black men from black girls. But they like num they love being number twos. Like I never seen a whole clan of number twos. Like they love taking sex sloppy seconds. They hoes. That's what they do. No, no, a difference between a hoe and a sloppy and somebody takes sloppy seconds. A hoe is just out here getting them. She not literally taking and then benefiting off of being somebody's comrade. Yeah. But we're going to move on to our next topic. We have Frankie, Keisha Cole mother, checks so herself good. into rehab. Yes. And it was a cute little moment. That was good. Frankie needs it because we, we grew up on Frankie. Yeah, she was the first mother to be on TV, then Jim Jones' mother. But she was the first mother to actually, like, Yeah, her nephew and all them and find out all her kids because she had so many. She didn't know what it was. She didn't even recognize their face. Like, we grew up on her. And we seen her through her ups and her downs, her coming back up, her and nephew getting a show together and yeah. everything when BET was in their fucking prime. Like, we grew up on them. So I'm just happy to see that she did this. And like Keisha Cole said in her caption, that she did this on her own. Like, she was able to overcome and say, hey, it's time for me to check myself into rehabilitation. All right, so let's switch it up. Um, Talk about the Keisha Cole thing, though. Did you see when Keisha, um, Frankie told Keisha Cole that, Keisha Cole, all right, this has started. Let me break it down. Keisha Cole said that basically she was like, I'm mixed. I'm not black. Stop saying I'm black. I'm biracial. Because she was like, Frankie told her, her that her there. father was white and he died. So Keisha found her real father. He's black. <laughs> about your color, they took a DNA test and Keisha's whole black. People started to drag her because she kept saying, stop calling me black, I'm biracial. My thing is that Frankie needed to check herself in because why the hell would you tell Keisha her father was white and he died? Because Keisha Cole the white as her all them kids. No, Frankie is on crack. Crack is too damn strong. You Crack knew that her right. father was alive. Why would you tell her her father was dead? She probably hated that nigga. <laughs> no, and they're going to say her father was white. You got Keisha Cole out here lying, telling Looking people, for a white man. Selling them she biracial. Meanwhile, she's selling fish plates outside of the Grammys because she can't get in. But we're going to move on from Keisha Not and Frankie. Fish. Yeah, she'd be selling plates outside the woods. Not fish, though. Maybe That's, chicken. No, it's fish plates. Like catfish mm -hmm. or like... Yeah, catfish, or like porgy, the ghetto it? fish, white and french fries. Tilapia. All that ghetto shit. All that mercury in your system. Yeah. Hey, Tina. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into um, another topic. We have Terry Crews shades Gabrielle Union by trying to debunk her claims that America's Got Talent was racist and biased. So basically, he went on TV saying that um when he was there... He never experienced any racism, that the show is not racist and all that. But you know, when Gabrielle was there, they was telling her, you can't wear your hair like this, yeah. that's too black. You dressing too black, you too urban. I don't know what the fuck that means, you dressing too black. Nigga, I am black. What am I supposed to be? Are you stupid? They just, I feel like um, Terry Crews, and then he said um, he don't have to please nobody but his wife. I feel like it's not your <sighs> place to say that... Um, they not racist if you didn't experience racism. Right. She experienced racism. And she wasn't even only speaking up for herself. She was speaking up for um this Chinese guy, too, because they, they was racist to the Chinese yeah. guy. Like, she was speaking up for other workers, like the little people. And my thing is that, um, basically, I feel like she was dead-ass wrong. Oh, shout-out to Melissa Gabriel. I feel like um Terry Crews was dead wrong trying to say, like, she didn't go through what she went through. And I feel like... Your that opinion was, was not required or desired. This is, again, this is a quote Blood from, from Cheeks. You will hear this num over Pussy and over again. Say your, it again. Your opinion is Pussy not required Clyde. or desired. Shut your rotted, blood-clad mouth. 
Shut up. When nobody's asking your opinion stuff, uh, stuff about stuff like that, why are you making those comments? Say it again. Your opinion is what? Not required or desired. It is what? Not required or desired. It is what? Not required or desired. It is what? In the name of Jesus. I'm going to drop a bomb when I edit this. <laughs> when I edit that, I'm going to drop a bomb. Your opinion is what? Not required or desired. Why do you feel the need to bump your gums and tell somebody about their experiences? This is the problem with people in general. You love to comment on people's experiences. How are you going to tell me what I faced? You didn't face it? Congratulations. Cahoots to you. A round of a fucking applause. Do not tell me what I was going through is invalid. Do not invalidate my experiences because when you do that, you create a whole hoopla of problems for people who are going through because now they feel like they are silenced because you opened your dirty, stinking, filthy mouth and said, and Terry Crews, I stand for you. No, I don't. I love, I love him in White Chips when he made his little nipples thing. No, you know what's crazy though? He was dead. He said he was raped by Harvey Weinstein, like yes. sexually assaulted. Nobody came out and said nothing about you. So except why are you cent. coming out trying? Yeah, except Fifty Cent, because Fifty Cent is just a bitch. But why would you try to come out and degrade this, like make and this the black woman look like she's lying? The person, Auntie Gabby, rides for everybody. Like Gabrielle Union is so unproblematic so is her husband why would you sit there and do that to her thinking you helping the situation you're really not you are the problem Terry Crews right now you are the problem and I feel like if I see you I might spit on you I hope one of your muscles blow up and your ass go to Brookdale Hospital and your wife needs to get a better wig alright we're gonna move on from Terry Cruziana and we're gonna move on to Lena Waithe and her wife got divorced after only two months of marriage. Lena was just on Wendy Williams talking about how happy she was. How they met. She was just on um Fuse with um Crystal and Crystal and Ken Fury. Talking about how they met and her other wife is her co is her co-writer. But she, let me tell you what two happened. Two creatives, come on. What had happened was, this is about to tell you what had happened, allegedly. So basically, Lena Waithe was about to put out Queen and Slim. And this girl was like, uh-uh, we getting married now because I feel like this movie's about to blow Queen up. She getting Queen and Slim checks. And she left, and she getting that Queen and Slim money. She said, I don't even want your ugly, I don't want your ugly ass. I don't Let think me... Lena Waithe is ugly. She, I don't think Lena ugly type. either. That's your type? I think I can do a Lena Waithe. Like, Lena, Lena, Lena with the dreads. Well, I know these two. I don't like ball Lena. I like... know these two ugly twins. They look like Lena Waithe. Well, you know what? Let me not be messy. I just know some people that look like Lena Waithe. So if you want some Lena Waithe, I, I can do a Lena. Lena, Lena, Lena with dress, I can do Lena. But I feel like that girl just wanted to run up her money, snatch up Lena Waithe money. Because you know Lena Waithe is one of the prominent people in black Hollywood. Yeah. But I feel like also dating a creative is very hard. Um, Just because um, we're, we're emotional. We have like moments where we are fueled and fired up and full with ambition and lustrous and stuff like that. And then when we down and we, ain't got, we don't got the, our mojo... We ain't got the mojo, and that means it's for you too. And then also, like you said, she's a she's a, a big prominent person in Black Hollywood at this at this moment. She probably don't even see her wife, so she's like, who do, who these hoes you fucking? She probably had to pull up Faith Evans, room service. No, I feel like she was for that point. But they said that um Lena's been caught cheating um more than once through their through their marriage, so she probably had to pull up Faith Evans and do room service and just rag tag her home. All right, so we're gonna move on from that Lena Waif and her little wife situation or lack thereof. So basically, Michael Rainey Jr., a.k.a. Tariq from Power, received 300-plus death threats in his Instagram DMs. And you want to know why he's receiving these death threats? Because 50 Cent leaked that he shot Ghost. And... Put that boy in danger. And you want to know why I'm telling you? I do not like Tariq. I did not. I don't like the actor, and I don't like the character. He always plays like, somebody bad. He always <laughs> fucking up a movie like he fucked up Barbershop 3, <laughs> and now he fucking up Power. Whoever Michael Junior, Michael Rainey Jr. is, he could go to hell, okay? He could get the fuck. And when you ask what I mean by get the fuck, that means just get the fuck out of here, okay? It don't matter where you go, just get the fuck, okay? I cannot stand Tariq from Power. And I feel like he should take it as a compliment that he um getting 300 that death means threats. He acting. That means you're doing your job. But I feel like also it put him in, as an actor. 50 put him in that danger. It put, it put him in danger because, first of all, this is ridiculous. Like, why would, who, people are too invested in characters. He's not Tariq is not real. So yes, he is. He really ruined power, and he really ruined Barbershop Three. Yeah, but y'all didn't go to the because Tariq the character has an Instagram. Y'all didn't go to the Tariq's page. Y'all went to the actor's page and threatened him. Threaten the character. Don't threaten the person. He ruined Barbershop Three. I will never get over that. I love Barbershop One and Two. I went to see Three because Nicki Minaj was in it, and Tariq ruined Barbershop Three. I hate him. And send him some death threats. If y'all on here, send no, him no, do not listen to him. Do not send him no death threats because you will go to Tell jail. Tell him Alize sent you. You will go to jail. Send him a picture of a toolie. Send him the gun like this. 
I'm coming for you. <laughs> you will go to jail in real life. Please do not listen to him. Do not follow this unsolicited advice. You will go to jail in real life. And Alize is not going to be there to bail you out. Do not sure listen, ain't. Do not listen to him. All right, so we're going to move on to my next topic, one of that I really like. Asian Doll asked Gucci Mane for her release from her um their label, Eskimo Records, and um she basically just said that she's now an independent artist and she's putting out more music. Yes, so, finally. I really like Asian Doll because she was reminding me of like a female version of Little Uzi. She came up when like social media rappers was really popping. She signed with Gucci Mane because she felt like he would care about her career. Sure but she s- felt like Gucci Mane was basically like putting her on the backseat for his own career. And he was posting stuff like, oh, I'm still trying to find the next female artist. And he had a whole female and wasn't using her. So I just feel like Asian, it's better for, nowadays it's better for a lot of these artists to go independent because you get your money to yourself, you make money off of your shows. Young and May, look how she doing. Nipsey was independent, he just had a distribution deal at the end, but he was independent. A lot of these artists are independent, they making their own money, and I just feel like signing the Gucci was a her mistake. Gucci is focused on Keisha Kaior's ass. That's who he's focused on. Her childish ass. I'm sick of Keisha Kaior wearing um that color lipstick. I'm sick of her. Well, shout out to... And them crunchy ass finger waves. That's what it makes me know. Shout out to Angie. Angie Angie Ma on Instagram. She's my homegirl from high school and she does her makeup. She was doing her makeup a couple years ago, but... Tell tell Keisha Kaior to um, stop being microchromatic because baby blue hair, lips... Outfit, shoes, and bags only go over so far. You can't be courtside at the Lakers game looking like that. that that's not the way, baby girl. I'm tired of Keisha K. Stop that's being it, so Jamaican. Cool. I can't help it. She, <laughs> it's real arty blood. It's her whole like, look. My, my, my outfit good up. You see, it look good upon my skin. It look nice. Oh, say it again. Me look nice. It look good up on Do it again. Do it again. Me look good on my skin. My color them look good. What? You can't get this expensive things there. What? Me can't. What? You can't look this good. Ah, do it again. Poom, poom, fat. No, she just fat and poom, poom. Do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> you like poom, poom, fat, you know? Ati blood. Me keep it wet. Me look good. That's on my man ear. Me you say. step up in the club. You're dancing at the... <laughs> You gotta start singing Dutty Wine. No, go to hell. She, she of course, I said, you see these shoes, expensive shoes. You have cheap shoes. No, tell, I'm not fucking with you. One minute you Spanish, then you Jamaican. Bitch, that's what happens when you're a Latinx mommy like me. What are you? You don't know what she is. One minute she. I'm Panamanian Trinidadian, nigga. No, one minute she will rice and beans. Next minute she's oxtail curry chicken. I grew a Goya beans and rice and chicken. Yo. That's how I came up. And I had an auntie there who used to wear all white all year round. And she said, me look good, like white, me look pure. Me go heaven. Me look pure, like, like snow. Like cocaine. You no, can't no, you it. did not sniff. We're not doing no um book of sugar up in this studio. That's how they do. You look cocaine. My skin bright. All right, so, all right. Before I get into this last topic, I want to speak about something that happened as well. It's not on the paper, but basically, um, we spoke about this earlier, how two girls have came out and said that basically Tupac felicitated their rape. Like, they were in a hotel with Tupac, and they were just basically saying that he Tupac the room and he allowed his friends to rape them, and he took also took part in some sexual acts with them. And I just want to say that it's okay to love a person. Like, I love Nicki Minaj to death. But if I find out Nicki Minaj is raping people, I'm not going to be a fan no more. Her brother didn't shoot. Her brother is not her. You cannot. (gasps) That's like my my brother go and shoot somebody. I am not a murderer. You're the brother of a murderer. But she did not do it. But my thing is, a lot of people are um, defending Tupac and saying, oh, he's a legend, this, that, and the third. Just because you're a legend, it doesn't allow you to violate somebody's rights. Yeah. Sexually and physically. I, I, that's what I stand by. I feel and like, I'm saying allegedly. Yeah, well, you can't. It don't matter now. Nigga dead. But like I said, you and the, just pay for somebody. To, it's like just do. Why I have to rape people like that? If you, they're not a consenting adult. If you can't harm unconsenting people, children and animals, it's Gucci. Do what you need to do. But like you, once you violate those three. You are you're 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 nasty. You're yeah. na- you're a nasty person, and then I can't trust you with anything because you can violate my body. You can violate anything like that. And like I said, it's 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 a it's a it's a line where it's be, it's between freaky and doing wild shit and being fucked up and just not remembering who you had sex with, then violating. But somebody. a part of the thing that puts validity validity on these claims is that. Faith Evans even said when she did a song with Tupac, when she went to the hotel, he yeah. said, you want your $250,000? Suck my dick. Yeah. To get your check. And, like, people like that are scary. 
That's scary. And I never, I, I never liked Tupac. I always felt like it was something weird about Tupac, scary about Tupac. Like it's always, like I always felt like a dark presence from Tupac. Unlike Biggie, like you know, I think I'm little Biggie, and I always felt like Biggie was like fun, turn up vibes, yeah. and I always felt like Tupac was dark, like and heavy. But it's so crazy, also, because think of how long ago this stuff was, and like it's still the culture now. Because as a female, I've been in positions like that where you be in rooms with niggas and they, niggas walking out, coming in, and you're like, okay, so what y'all thought this was? And now I gotta get crazy as a woman, but y'all know the back of all me, so y'all don't feel like y'all can try me. But not every woman is like that. So that dynamic, period, is like, wow. And then the fact that they stayed hidden for so long, too, means how, what did it, uh, what? People did, was protecting him. That's what I'm saying. What extent did you go to to keep these women quiet? And he did go to jail. He was convicted of rape before. That's when he went to jail. Yeah. But like, how, even though you got that one, you get convicted for these girls. So how far did you go? To keep it, cause what Tupac died when we were what two, three, or one. one. I was one baby. I wasn't even born yet. No, I wasn't even born when Tupac died. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you old. Oh. I was like four. You was four. Yeah, I was like four. You was probably at a Tupac concert. Probably. I was born after Biggie died. That's why I think I'm a reincarnation of Biggie. <laughs> a little cuter, but you know, a re- reincarnation of Biggie. Yeah. A little slimmer, you know, snatched. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm a reincarnation of it. But like, like I said, I well, he didn't grow up on it, but I did. Like, that's almost 27 years ago. How tw- to keep somebody quiet for 27 years? You had to have the juice. Suge Knight. People ain't want to get killed by Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. Now Suge in jail, they could come out and say what Shug happened. Suge can't even talk to his own damn kids. Sugar's under the jail. Yeah, because he want to run over people, back up on them, and run over again and back up again. That's some shit you see in TV. He made sure that motherfucker was dead. He said, drive, back up, drive, back up, drive. Yeah, Suge Knight is the fucking devil. But we're going to move on to our last segment. Congratulations are in order for A Boogie and Ella Band. She is pregnant with their second child. But y'all want to know what the tea is? Gossip in the City have put out a video of A Boogie cheating on January 16th with another girl kissing her on the neck. Of course, A Boogie over here from the Bronx. Girl, Ella, you fucking up. You having these kids by this guy. You need to secure the bag and be this guy's wife so you can legally get half. Because you gonna get you gonna get bamboozled, you gonna get a baby mama. And my thing is, why she wanna have another, you know what, I'm not gonna speak about And you just, she just turned 20. Only time we know this because they were out for her 21st birthday. She just turned 21. So now you're 21 with two kids and you're still getting publicly cheated on. And I hope this baby have edges. Her baby don't got edges now because she always trying to give her swoop bangs and, and snatch them fucking up. ponytail. Yep. That little girl brains in her, in them bobos. I don't know. I just feel like A Boogie is not ready to be in a relationship. I feel like a lot of these rappers like A Boogie, I feel like Offset as well. I feel like they... They're just young. They got caught up in these relationships and now that it's so public, they have to stay with these girls and I don't feel like they really into them. Like, for example... I don't feel like Offset really like Cardi. I feel like Offset wants a black girl because every woman that he's cheating on has been a black girl. I feel like A Boogie, he love Ella, but he don't want to be with Ella. He want to have fun. He want to live his youth. I feel like they get caught up in these relationships and they get stuck. Like They're young. Offset's only 27 years old. Like, as you can tell, A Boogie's 22. Moneybag ain't really like Megan. That was, I feel like that was for sure. That was industry. That was industry. Bad. No, I feel like it was real because every time somebody asks her about him, she get mad. Because he tried to play her like, oh, I ain't even my dime for a penny and shit like that. Like, he tried to, oh, I'm with him. I love that song. You like that song? I love it. It's too slow. That's when you, that's when you give a lap dance to. Like, no, it needs to go fast. Like, bitch, B-I-T-C-H. I can see everybody just. <laughs> nah, I love that song. But like I said, I feel like A-Boogie. A Boogie is young, Offset is young, and that's why they, they out here embarrassing. But Ella needs to get together, stop being a baby mother, and be a wife. And I'm sick of her little sister, so tacky. Her sister's her sister's tacky, cause she always out here trying to still trying to expose um, Aaliyah J. Like, girl, leave it, let it go. We know you and Aaliyah. They J. really jealous of Aaliyah J, cause she look like Nicki Minaj. That's girl, right. let it go. We know you and Aaliyah J were friends. Y'all used to date the scammers together. We know her name was Jella. We know, girl. Y'all let used it to go. suck dick in the staircase together. We know that. We know it. You know y'all went to allegedly. Yep, yeah, allegedly. Y'all went to the same doctor. Got the at the same hotel, got the ass shots. Like, just let it go, girl. We get it. We get it. She's not gonna confess to it. Like, you trying to expose her left brain, pulling out receipts is not going to help. All right, so we're gonna move on to one of our last topics, basically, one of our last segments, which we do every week, is we give somebody weirdo of the week. And basically, it could be somebody that we talked about today, it could be somebody that we not talked about today. And I'm gonna let you go first. Hmm. Mama Sita. My weirdo of the week. Hmm. My widow of 
the week is going to be all of the people who sent Tariq dumb damn death threats. Y'all well, then I'm a weirdo. Of, I'm a weirdo. Oh, uh, yeah, that's who are, because y'all some damn weirdos attacking somebody for a fake-ass character. Wake the fuck up. It's not real. All right, you know what I wrote Tariq in um his inbox, the real actor? I said, bitch, it should have been you instead of Raina, bitch. That's what I said. You need help. That was last season, though. This season, I ain't been bothering Tariq. But all right, you need my, some holy water, some Florida water. My weirdo of the week, the person that I feel like has just been the weirdest is Terry Crews. I feel like you're really a weirdo for like speaking on something that didn't involve you and trying to make Gabrielle Union look stupid when she's not only fighting for black rights, but every minority. She's fighting for the Asian people. She's fighting for everybody, men and women alike. And she has also fought for sexual assault victims, so you look stupid because you are a sexual assault victim. Literally. So Terry Crews, you are the, really the donkey of the fucking day, the weirdo yeehaw, of the week. Yeehaw. The weirdo of the week with your brolic ass and your little ass head. All right. Hey, shoulders, these are toes. All right, so now we are at the final segment of our show, which is we give somebody MVP of the week, and we just shout out people that that just did the damn thing and people that we feel like are great and people that we feel like are really doing something in their field. So you could give somebody your MVP of the week. I think I have. I'm going to figure out who my shout My MVP of the week is going to be Ari Lennox. Just for exuding, just being the blackiest black girl out here, being you, being natural, out here with your big ass, ghetto ass, Courtney tattoo on your arm, real ratchet like I like it, staying classy, staying you, not letting industries much change, like change you, you don't hear nothing crazy about it. She's on live, talking to her fans, super personal, about garbanzo beans and being lit, and blessing the Lord and telling y'all get the fuck out of her face about her being with money back, yo. I love it. I stand. Um, I don't really feel like I have an MVP of the week, but if I'm going to give them an MVP of the week, is I'm going to give my MVP of the week to all of the black creatives that won awards this week at the um, Grammys, all of the black creatives that shows up to the Rock Nation brunch. Um, Diddy spoke about the Grammys not celebrating diversity and black culture and hip-hop. They never appreciated hip-hop, which is true, because they never used to air the hip-hop awards, and it wasn't a hip-hop award. And the ex-executives exposed them, too. So I'm just going to say that um, shout-out to all of the black creators out there, all of the black musicians, all of the black actors and actresses. We just need to stop going to these white awards and showing them appreciation and adding value to their awards. And we need to create our own awards and give our own value to our own stuff. Show up to our own stuff. Stop going to stuff, whether you're Jay-Z and Beyonce, you're being nominated. Don't go to their awards. Come to our awards. And I just want to say that this show, I want to dedicate today's episode to a lot of the people because this week we lost a lot of people. We lost Kobe. I want to dedicate our show to Kobe. But we also lost real people. Well, not real people, but people in the hood as well. Um, We lost Devontae and we lost Seb. So I want to just dedicate my show to them for their passing. Shout out to their families. Blessings to their families. I pray for you guys. And that's it this week for our show. You guys can listen to us on Spotify. You guys can listen to us on SoundCloud. You guys can listen to us on Apple Music. And just shout out to everybody, all of their families. Shout out to their kids. And yeah. yeah guys Rest in peace, Devontae and Seb. And blessings to the families and stuff that give you comfort. Shout out to Desire, everybody. Shout out to Van Dyke, the whole hood, everybody. I love y'all forever. Hood baby right here. And... I just want to let you guys know that we do this every Monday, guys. You guys can listen to it. My link is in the bio. You guys can follow me at underscore Rashamel on Instagram. That's underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. You can follow our show page at ZTV. And that is underscore Z-E-T-V. You guys can follow my baby Taylor on Instagram at... Underscore C-A-L-L-M-E-H-C-H-E-E-K-Z. Call me Cheeks. That's me. And you can also find me on Snapchat the same way. Don't follow me on, on Facebook because I'm really interested you. But yeah, those two platforms where you can find me. Anywhere you can fuck your ex, you can find me. And that's it for today's show, guys. You can catch us on uh, next week Monday, okay? You heard? We out of here. Okay. Pow. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs>